0: this is section four of mark twain's journal writings volume two by mark twain this librivox recording is in the public domain mark twain's journal writings volume two how tom sawyer got his fence whitewashed read by john greenman tom sawyer having offended his sole guardian aunt polly is by that sternly affectionate dame punished by being set to whitewash the fence in front of the garden The world seemed a hollow mockery to Tom, who had planned fun for that day, and he knew that he would be the laughing-stock of all the boys as they came past and saw him set to work like a nigger. But a great inspiration burst upon him, and he went tranquilly to work. What that inspiration was will appear from what follows. One of the boys, Ben Rogers, comes by and pauses, eating a particularly fine apple tom does not see him ben stared a moment and then said hey you're a stump ain't you no answer tom surveyed his last touch with the eye of an artist then he gave another gentle sweep and surveyed the result as before ben ranged up alongside of him tom's mouth watered for the apple but he stuck to his work ben said hello old chap you got to work hey why, it's you, Ben, I wasn't noticing. Say, I'm going in a-swimming, I am. Don't you wish you could? But, of course, you'd rather work, wouldn't you? Of course you would. Tom contemplated the boy a bit and said, What do you call work? Why, ain't that work? Tom resumed his whitewashing and answered carelessly, Well, maybe it is, and maybe it ain't. All I know is it suits Tom Sawyer oh come now you don't mean to let on that you like it the brush continued to move like it but i don't see why i oughtn't to like it does a boy get a chance to whitewash a fence every day that put the thing in a new light then stopped nibbling his apple tom swept his brush daintily back and forth stepped back to note the effect added a touch here and there criticized the effect again Ben, watching every move, and getting more and more interested, more and more absorbed. Presently he said, "'Say, Tom, let me whitewash a little.' Tom considered, was about to consent, but he altered his mind. "'No, no, I reckon it wouldn't hardly do, Ben. You see, Aunt Polly's awful particular about this fence, right here on the street, you know. But if it was the back fence I wouldn't mind, and she wouldn't.' yes she's awful particular about this fence it's got to be done very carefully i reckon there ain't one boy in a thousand maybe two thousand that can do it in the way it's got to be done no is that so oh come on now let me just try only just a little i'd let you if you was me tom ben i'd like to honest injun but aunt polly well jim wanted to do it but she wouldn't let him Sid wanted to do it, but she wouldn't let Sid. Now, don't you see how I'm fixed? If you was to tackle this fence and anything was to happen Ah, shucks! I'll be just as careful. Now let me try. Say, I'll give you the core of my apple. Well, here. No, Ben. uh, Now don't. I'm I'm feared—I'll give you all of it. Tom gave up the brush with reluctance in his face, but alacrity in his heart and while Ben worked and sweated in the sun, the retired artist sat on a barrel in the shade close by, dangling his legs, munched his apple, and planned the slaughter of more innocents. There was no lack of material. Boys happened along every little while, they came to jeer, but remained to whitewash. By the time Ben was fagged out, Tom had traded the next chance to Billy Fisher for a kite in good repair and when he played out johnny miller bought it for a dead rat and a string to swing it with and so on and so on hour after hour and when the middle of the afternoon came from being a poor poverty-stricken boy in the morning tom was literally rolling in wealth he had besides the things i have mentioned twelve marbles part of a jew's harp a piece of blue bottle glass to look through a spool cannon a key that wouldn't unlock anything a fragment of chalk a glass stopper of a decanter a tin soldier a couple of tadpoles six firecrackers a kitten with only one eye a brass doorknob a dog-collar but no dog the handle of a knife four pieces of orange peel and a dilapidated old window sash he had had a nice good idle time all the while plenty of company and the fence had three coats of whitewash on it. If he hadn't run out of whitewash, he would have bankrupted every boy in the village. Tom said to himself that it was not such a hollow world, after all. He had discovered a great law of human action without knowing it, namely, that in order to make a man or a boy covet a thing, it is only necessary to make it difficult to attain. Mark Twain End of How Tom Sawyer Got His Fence Whitewashed, read by John Greenman